This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Terrence here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me is always my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man with a plan, the guy who is, uh, I don't know, he looks a little, he looks a little melancholy today. He looks, he looks a little, well, just meh, just kind of, I don't know. What, what, what are your emotions, John? I, you're, you're actually, uh, you're making me confused. I'm trying to read you. You're, you're giving me a smirk. You seem like you're sad. You seem like you're just confused. You seem like you're just you're just, I don't know. Maybe it seems like the Joe Flacco trade is just oh. in your mind, just, just churning those gears. Just, just oh. making you think like, why, why? <laughs> God, I'm so disgusted with this team right now. Um, I mean, I used to got the Knicks, right? It's not all doom and gloom in That's my life right now. We do got the Knicks, but good God, we have to talk to Jets right now. And there's no, more optimistic fan than me. I mean, for God's sakes, I went to London for this for this team for the 2021 Jets. That wasn't a bad move, though. Hey, look, that wasn't a bad move after a, a good win off of Tennessee, a game that you called. By the way, it wasn't a bad move to go over there. I mean, it's just it's a rookie quarterback. But hey, it is what it is, man. This is uh, the New York Jets. If you want me to bring the optimism and not be the uh, be the, uh, I'm not really a downer. I'm just kind of like I try to stay even keel with this team, but if you want me, to give, if you want some optimism, we saw this go with the Cincinnati Bengals as I mentioned on the last show. First year they had Joe Joe Burrow played his entire full first full season wasn't good. Got injured the second year. Team didn't look great. Third year, you're seeing them make that 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 leap to being a good team. So if they are the blueprint, that's something that we can hang. Uh, have some solace. Well, 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 I love Coach Zach Taylor's uh, interview. Yes. Talking about how, you know, the, those hard times that they were going through, like the growing pains, like this is why the growing pains are there. And the fruit of their labor is finally starting to, you know, uh, rear its beautiful head, honestly. And um, this is kind of, it's funny that the Bengals are actually exactly what the Jets are kind of aspiring to be at this point right now. And it's interesting that that's who we're playing this week and who we're using as a comp. But before we get into, I guess, before we get into the the whole preview of that game, you know, I, I do want to, we do have some updates oh. for, for this team. So do you want to start off with the big one or do you want to save that last and just go through the injury report first and then go through the trade? Let's go through the injury right. report first. Well, hold on. Discuss the trade. <laughs> well, hold on. So, so the good news is we heard, we hear from doctors that Zach Wilson's PCL injury is mm-hmm. just a sprain and he's going to be out two to four weeks. So the New York Jets in return do not, and I repeat, do not put Zach Wilson on the IR, which is just three weeks, which means that they anticipate him coming back in two weeks. Otherwise, they would use that spot. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So that, that's where we're at right now. At the same time, the Jets traded a conditional fifth round, but it's a sixth round pick for Joe Flacco, who interestingly enough, the Jets wanted in the offseason, right? We, remember we were joking around and saying, Oh, why would the Jets get rid of someone who they wanted? And who's on our team? You know, our video producer, Greg, so eloquently puts it. We <laughs> had him on our team. What are we doing? The truth of the matter is he didn't want to come to the Jets. And now we basically forced him via trade midseason to come to the Jets. Come back to the Jets. And he and can, guess he what, Alex? He can't even suit up this week. <laughs> He's not even starting this week. We have Mike White, a.k.a. Kellen Clemens, a.k.a. another backup from Dallas. Right? We just like switching backups, right? We'll have him. Dallas will take him. Dallas will take him. Draft him. We'll have him. We just like playing these weird musical chairs with backup quarterbacks. He's starting this week, man. So not only... Did we trade Joe Flacco for, I don't know, hypothetically one week, right? Because he's not starting this week. And Zach Wilson should be back in three weeks. So, like, we, we literally traded for Joe Flacco for one week. What, what in the hell am I missing? I don't know. You, me, I think the Jets fan base. I, I would say Jets fan base is at this point because of how the season is going is either indifferent or confused with this trade. Like when I heard the news, I was, I, I was, you know, just, all right, whatever, we're getting Joe Flacco back. A little confused, but I was just indifferent. But what? Well, here's the thing. Like at first, you were just like, okay, I get it, right? Like you're, you're annoyed at first with the Jets and say, we've been telling you this entire time to get a veteran quarterback. All right. You didn't want one. You said it wasn't necessary that as soon as your guy gets injured, you guys all of a sudden need a, need a, need a quarterback. Like that's, that, that is very, very frustrating to begin with, but I get it. Okay. I understand. And you had, and you, you kind of just didn't want to have that pressure behind him, whatever the case may be. And now you drafted him, but not, I mean, and now you traded for him, but now you're not even going to start him. Well, so, so like, I'm just saying from a fan's perspective, no, it doesn't make sense that you're not, well, he can't start him because personal reasons he's out this week. And, and they knew that. Yeah, the personal reasons week. is he's probably th- really pissed that he's got, <laughs> he got sent back to the Jets after he just told them like three months ago, I don't want to play here. Oh man, I love it. The cynicism coming from Jets fans is just, it's unmatched, man. It's truly unmatched. I love it. But no, like, so he's out this week, right? So. I'll give him the pass for that. But the thing is that the Jets knew he was going to be out this week when you traded for him, which is, which becomes the, this is where the head scratching comes in. Like, I, I just want to, I want to go through what I was saying. So like when I first saw the trade, I'm like, all right, whatever. Like we're changed for Joe Flacco. Season's lost. We need somebody because even though Mike White was meh, pointing, <laughs> pointing against the Patriots, you're like, we need someone better, right? Fine. Now you're getting all this news. Joe Flacco is coming back to the Jets. We find out that he didn't want to come to the Jets. We find out that he didn't want to be with the Jets. Jets wanted him back. He left, goes to, goes to Philadelphia. Jets now trade a sixth round, which could be a fifth round pick for the guy. He's not playing this week. You knew he wasn't going to play this week. We know Zach Wilson, as you pointed out, is going to be back somewhere between two to four weeks. We didn't use the IR spot, so we're thinking just two weeks minimum, so he should be back the third week. Two weeks maximum. What are we... What? So two weeks maximum, not two weeks minimum. Two weeks maximum. That's what they're telling us. 
by not putting them on the short term IR. Right. What that's what they're telling us, but that doesn't so mean that, that that doesn't. But that doesn't mean that he can that he will come back in two weeks, right? The doctors say two to four weeks. I'm saying maximum four weeks from what the doctors are saying because that's just the team's hope. We'll see. It's a week by week like diagnosis for this kid. How don't you put him on short term IR, bro? How? Bro, this is where the Jets are confusing at this point. And, you know, we, we see Robert Salah say, coming out here saying he has faith in Mike White that he's deserved the starting role. I'm like, has he really deserved the start? I'm just confused. If he's deserving of the starting role, and this is where it's all making no sense. And I think this is where, as a coach, you have to be real and you can't just be so op, like happy, go lucky, just, you know, just rah rah for everybody on the team. You got to keep it real a little bit, so that way fans are not, you know, lost and just confused and just think you just don't know what the hell you're doing behind the the steering wheel. I mean, to even say that he believes that the Jets will win a Super Bowl one day, yes, sure. I also too believe the Jets will win a Super Bowl one day. Will I be alive to see that? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. But I do know that based on the law of probability, it's going to happen. So I don't need to hear that nonsense. You know what I mean? Based on everything I know, the Jets are not going to survive. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, I don't need to hear that. Like, I do not need to hear that. I do not need to hear that the Jets will win a Super Bowl. I don't need to hear like all this rah-rah stuff. As a coach, just be like, yo, we got to focus on getting better. And that's it. We didn't execute. Plain and simple. Move on. That's all you got to say. I don't need to. You're not, you're not winning me over. And now you're coming here saying, Mike White has deserved to start this week? No, Mike White is playing because Joe Flacco's not playing. Because if Joe Flacco was able to play, Joe Flacco would be playing over Mike White. Like, let's not kid ourselves over here. So it's, at this point, it's just weird. Like, it's just, it's not weird vibes. It's just weird how Salah is just handling the the beat, handling, handling the media. Uh, it's weird that we'd make a trade for Joe Flacco when... You know, if Zach's going to be back, you know what? Why not just give Mike White the opportunity to get some experience under his belt and be a back quarterback? If you didn't feel that way at the beginning of the season to go get a veteran quarterback to go back up Zach Wilson, why do this now, as you pointed out, and why do it for what seems like it will be one week that he gets to play? We'll just have Mike White play for two weeks. We had Luke Falk two years ago. What's the difference at this point? Like, what, what's the move? What is the move? I, I don't know. None of it makes sense. And this is our last week before the trade deadline. I mean, let's just let, let's just talk about that real quick before you know moving on. Do you do you expect to trade veterans like Marcus May, Jameson yes. Crowder? They should. Anyone else on the list? Uh, CJ Mosley has crazy dead cap. He's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. I was about to say, Mosley's not going anywhere. And if he does go, if he, if they actually did trade CJ, just like, don't you, like, t- <laughs> unless you're like John and myself who loves watching the Jets and putting yourself through torture. If we traded CJ Mosley, don't watch his team because we just saw what the Patriots could do. Our defense is what we have to hang our hat on. It ain't going to be pretty. I'd say that right now. But with the linebacker core. I know Sherwood. Yeah. Sherwood's out with an Achilles. I mean, at least we have Gerard Davis coming back this week. Gerard so Davis Mosley is practicing this week. Yep, he practices full today. Uh, you know, we got Cash. We got Cashman who's out as well. Um, 
Who else do so we I have are. coming back? He's out for the year. Yeah, he's out. Uh, but I don't, think have, he, have, I don't think he's going to make the team next year, man. You don't think so? Cashman? I think Cashman's done. I think that was the last game you'll ever see Cashman as a Jet. He's injured every year. That's true. But back on, but back on the, on track on who else is back besides Gerard Davis. Brandon Mann, your boy, your punter's coming back. And, uh, Kyle Phillips. Kyle Phillips is huge. Yeah, that's a big move. Um, especially for the line depth. So that's good news. Our defense is slightly getting back to being stronger or should be stronger by this week. So we should be back in games and not get blown out like we did this past week. But we lost a key player in Zach Wilson, who we wanted to see develop. So I think for the trade deadline, you know, we got Corey Davis. We got, we got Corey Davis. We got Keelan Cole on this team, right? I don't see why we got to keep uh, Jamison Crowder, especially if you have Elijah Moore and you got Braxton Berrios who are on cheaper deals who you presumably want to develop, right? So I don't see why Jamison Crowder should stay, even though they modified his contract. If, by modifying that contract, he is a tradable player. And I think they should try to get something for him at that point. Sorry for the technical difficulties, but... For the wide receivers, getting back to my wide receiver talk. Uh, yeah, I think Jameson Crowder, you know, should be traded. We have, we got to look at our wide receiver core as it is right now, right? We have Corey Davis. We have Keelan Cole. We have Elijah Moore. We have Braxton Barrios. We got Denzel Mims. And then you had Jameson Crowder on top of that. We are very deep as we discussed at the beginning of the season. We modified Jameson Crowder's contract. I believe by modifying it, he's now a tradable asset. And some playoff contending team needs wide receiver depth. You know, we see, we see the Broncos losing Jerry Judy, right? You could talk about, you could say that they're probably a team that wants to add a little bit more depth, maybe in the underneath route as well. So I could see, I, I think if I'm the Jets, you should definitely tra- trade Jameson Crowder. He is not part of this future. You know, he's on the older side. I think he's 30, 31. So you're going to have to, you should move him because especially if you have guys like Elijah Moore who, you know, you want to play in the slot or even Braxton Berrios who are also on cheaper deals. Doesn't make sense. Where's to Berrios them. been, bro? Dude, it's deep. The, the, that's the thing. The wide receiver core is deep, you know, and you can only have, you don't want to have so many slot receivers who can play underneath. Yeah. So I think Jameson Crowder should be on the block to be moved. Get like a fifth, six round pick to recoup what you just traded for Joe Flacco. So mm-hmm. I, that's that's why when I look at that trade, like it's confusing. It's confusing in the sense why you're bringing a veteran quarterback, not necessarily for the asset, because I think you can still get a decent asset for Jameson Crowder. And then talk about Denzel Mims, you should definitely be able to get more than a sixth, fifth rounder for him, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think he's going to get traded too. I uh, he has, I don't I think I don't even go, think man. we're getting six. <laughs> yeah, six rounders is what I'm looking at. I mean, if we get a fourth from Marcus May, I think that's a. I think that's a. Oh, absolutely. You take it. Yeah, no, you take it. Dude, you take it. I think he's a better safety. Like it's it's we're not gonna get the same Jamal Adams trade. No one's gonna give us that for for Marcus May. I just it's not out of the realm of possibility. I just think it's highly unlikely because well, because you have to pay him. And he's about to be suspended yeah. for at least one at least one game next yes. year, but probably likely more. Yeah. So that's why I think for him, his trade value, even though he's a really good player by PFF standards, he's one of the best safeties in the league. 
mm-hmm. you know, best in the nation. <laughs> there we go. But I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't see the need to. I see the need for the Jets to keep to keep him. I don't see the Jets wanting to keep him because if they really wanted to keep him, they would have paid him and not have the whole scuffle with him and his agent. At this point, Marcus May is just trying to, you know, have his PR, good PR out there so that way he can go to a good team and not be on bad terms with the Jets because his agent did enough as it is already. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to pull back a little bit on Twitter. Speaking of PR, they're, they're, they're tough out there. But from the Jets' perspective, this is, I mean, this is our final week of showcase. I, I don't know what illusion or what delusion we're under that, you know, we're here to make a playoff push with veteran quarterback Joe Flacco here. And, you know, we, we need our guys like Jameson Crowder to get us over the hump. Like we're, we're literally being delusional at this point. We're going to get smacked by the Bengals, a, a double digit loss, unless the Bengals literally fall asleep, unless they, this is a complete trap game for them and they really look over the Jets, but which is very really, possible. Yeah. Which it's very, very, very possible, man. They just had a, they just had a tremendous win over the Baltimore Ravens. I wouldn't be surprised if they're, they look at us as like, ah, the New York Jets, we got this. This ain't too bad. Yeah, you know, they because, do. Because, they do. because, Alex, we haven't because the next in the first half in, in, in this whole, exactly. whole year. They should look and at they, us like that. Yeah. And guess who they got next week? Divisional rival who's in competition for with them. This is the Cleveland Browns. So yeah. I would not be surprised if this is a trap game. Jets come out, you know, with not necessarily Mike White. Maybe we finally get an interception, a pick six for that oh matter. God. You're dreaming. Pick six. Bryce Hall does it. <laughs> Yo, wake Take up to the house. <laughs> somebody, somebody wake up, Alex, right now. This guy, <laughs> this guy, not only are the Jets scoring, we're going to get pick sixes. Like, let's, <laughs> let, let, let's be, let, let's just wake up a little bit. What we're happened, not doing, if, if, if how am I the optimistic one at this point? You're, how are you in my role? You're, I mean, your role. <laughs> I don't know where you're trying to get a pick six from Jamar Chase. I mean, if, if we can contain him, that'd be, if Hall can contain him, that'd be fantastic. Just contain him. If, if Joe Mixon doesn't have two touchdowns, 150 yards, I'd be ecstatic. Hey, man. That's where I'm at right now. A broken clock is right twice a day. Hey, remember that. <laughs> you trying to tell me the Jets are going to get two wins? No. No, anyway. I'm not saying they're going to get two wins. I'm just saying it's possible to get a pick six, dude. Anything can happen. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about all that. <laughs> pick six is kind of tough. But, I mean, hey, man. Look, look. look Let's get into the game. I mean, let, let, let's just get right into this game because sure. the Cincinnati Bengals are probably the hottest team in the NFL. And regardless of the record of the one win for the Jets, I would say the Jets are probably the coldest team in the NFL as oh. it stands. Not as cold as the Miami Dolphins, but they're pretty damn cold. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like the Dolphins and the Lions, right? They're easy, easy bait. But I think I would take them at this very moment over the Jets. This for this I would, week. For week I mean, eight. I would take the Lions over the Jets just because they have Jared Goff, who's a veteran quarterback and knows what he's doing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, not so much the, the Dolphins, but I digress. I think I, I, the Bengals should smack the living crap out of the New York Jets this week. But the realm of possibility for a trap game is there. If Zach Wilson was playing, this has trap game written all over it. Mike White playing, 
Not too confident. Um, <laughs> yeah, bro. This has blowout written all over it. Yeah. If it was Zach Wilson, I really would have. I would. I would have actually called this as like another another Tennessee Titans game. But unless unless Mike White's hearing this, gets amped up from us talking smack about him, and then just goes out there and you know puts on a that'd puts on a show, uh, that'd be. That'd Don't be get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to watch a Jets game this oh, week. So I. Yeah. I will put it on. Oh, same. But my, I'm going to have a short leash. I'm going to have a way shorter leash than the Jets are going to have with Mike White. I'm going to have a way shorter <laughs> leash with, with, with the Jets game this week. <laughs> but, hey, uh, you know, the good thing is that on Monday we'll have the New York Knicks who are taking on the Toronto Raptors so we can, uh, we can uh, have a palate cleanser with that. So, yes. But, anyway, I think for this, if we're going to look at from offense to defense, offensively, this is going to be a very interesting game because Mike White will be under center. <laughs> Either we get the running game going, which is not likely because the Cincinnati Bengals defense is just, it's good, man. Like, I bet you one thing, Alex, we're going to run on first down and, and God damn it, we're going to run on second <laughs> down, baby. It's <laughs> the last oh, thing man. we do. Where's the spoons to gouge out my eyes? I don't need this. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to third and 15. It's going to be great. We're going to be the worst part about this coming game is it's at home. That's what we're going to boo. Are you going hell out of this Jets team? I am not going to this game. <laughs> I, I, even if I'm offered tickets to this game, I cannot go to this game. I physically cannot. I can't, can't do it. Man, that's that's how you know we're at the low point, ladies and gentlemen, where John will be turning down Jets tickets. No, I can't. How? It's not it's it's not nice. It's really not it's it's not fair to me. It's not nice. Like I can't, man. I can't. This is where people this is you know so actually fun thing. So fun fact for fun 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 little fact for you. Uh my wife's uh maid of honor, Theo. Shout out to Theo. She was trying to buy us uh, tickets to the Jets Patriots games this past weekend, and when, Do- when 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 my wife told me that, I was like, "Hell no!" Would I go? I was like, "There's two reasons why I will not go. One, I will not spend any money and give any money to the Crafts to Belichick in that arena. <laughs> Just absolutely not. Okay, not gonna what happen God. to me. Number two, we're gonna get absolutely spanked if I go there, and I'm not trying to be around Patriots fans." As a Jets fan, because I saw the Jets fans who are out there. God bless you. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how. I don't know how you're a Jets fan unless the, after the seasons that we've had back to back to back that you go to this game and just say, "I'm gonna go watch the Jets in Foxborough." Nuts. Absolutely. I mean, nuts. I get it, dude. I mean, on paper it was fine. On paper it was fine. Off a of bye week, second game, Zach Wilson, first game was fine. It was Mac Jones's boring game. Zach Wilson was boring enough. Like we got this. This is where people. This is where people need but to listen to this CJ podcast. Once CJ Mosley went out, bro, it's over. And that's what I was about to say. That's why people need to listen to this podcast because you called it. You're like, we're gonna have a rookie caller defense. Just pack it in. And he tore his so, Achilles, bro. So like he's dead now. Like Sherwood is just like I don't know if I could ever count on Sherwood again. Now it's crazy. Oh, uh, because it's one game. I won't. I won't go that far. I won't go that far. He's a rookie. Bro, an NFL player off an Achilles this isn't Kevin Durant. Like he's he's already an anomaly. Now, now we're asking a linebacker off an Achilles. It's scary, man. And, and that's the whole thing, dude. I'm not going to hate on CJ Mosley. I actually love CJ Mosley. Mm-hmm. Even I, I give him a pass going into this year. I, uh, 
like this year he's been phenomenal, you know, on top of that. But it's like, you know, you know, like in Ocean's Eleven when, uh, when, when they're joking around uh, and they're messing with Matt Damon and they're like, you must, he's like, you, you, you missed the beat for one second, man. Like you, you don't pay attention for one second. And everything's gonna like fall through and you're gonna ruin oh, everything. Man. Like that's what I feel about CJ Mosley. Like I get it, man. Like you had a hamstring and you tried and I get it all. It's not your fault, but you miss, you know, you, you lose focus for one second and that's over. The whole thing's gonna crumble under you. You're gonna miss a game. You're gonna have the rookie linebacker, rookie safety turn linebacker call the defense. We're gonna get outmatched and embarrassed. He's gonna get injured out for the year. Now, now you don't have a running mate. Like now, you, Gerard Davis is coming back. Thank God. But how much do we expect him to really do the first game back? CJ Mosley's off a hamstring. If he couldn't play last week, how healthy is he gonna be one week out? Like everybody's hamstring in the NFL this year. Nobody has recovered well. Any <laughs> everybody with a hamstring has not recovered well. Yeah, no ha- hamstring in the NF in the NFL is quite a. Uh... Quite an especially issue. This year. Yeah. No, I mean, just in general, like we could, especially when it comes to wide receivers and running backs, hammies, it's over. Just you're not seeing them for four to five weeks. Don't even think about it. Let them heal. Mostly because, just took a week. Man, I know. I've, and that's like the scary part. He's back in full practice off of one week. That must have been the lightest pull ever. Hopefully. But whatever the offense, the offense, the if, if the if the Jets are going to win, they're going to have to rely on Ty Johnson, Michael Carter, especially Michael Carter, to like get some rushing yards to like really open it up for for Mike Weiss. So that way he can start getting his uh his dink and ducks. Like he's not a, a a horrendous passer, but obviously he's not the greatest passer either. You hope that. The receivers can get separation and he just can manage this game. Like that's really what you're hoping for. You're hoping for a, a game, a true game manager to come out here and not lose it for you. You're asking for no interceptions. Like he cannot have an interception at all. Sound like on a week to week basis. This is the most delusional. Like no, I'm like, I'm like, not this, like I'm saying this. This is this is what I'm saying. Come like, out. He's gonna go one for eleven with, with eighteen yards. And we're gonna lose by double digits. I I agree with you. I'm just saying, in order for the Jets to win, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. If the Jets want to have a chance of winning, if the Jets want to have a chance, I'm not saying that they'll win. If they want to have a chance of winning, Mike White cannot throw any interceptions, and they have to play damn near perfect offense. Not necessarily like throwing deep balls and everything, but they really have to work the clock, mistake free. Get, Mistake free, get two max three, get ideally three touchdowns in order to secure this game. And then you have to have your defense play out there. That's the only way it's going to, that's the only way it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen. That's the only way this team can win. I don't think it will happen. I think the Jets are about to get routed, you know, and then on the, on the defensive side, they just got to come and play like the defense we know them to play. We need to have our front seven really just stop the running game, stop Joe Mixon, right? Corners, they're going to be tested. I don't with think Jamar Chase. Be, with Jamar Rookie Chase, year right now, I don't think they're going to be able to handle Jamar Chase. You know, <laughs> I, 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 really, I really don't like. He's. This, I think this, this is really going to be the true test for our corners. Um, Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. What? What about? Because it's not. Just, well, it's not just. In? 
it's not just Jamar Chase. It's also Tyler Bur- uh, Tyler uh, Boyd. Tyler Boyd, T-, T. Higgins. Like we're talking about, like they have a decent wide receiver yeah. core over but there. But it's Jamar you know? Chase. I know it's Jamar Chase that you got to worry about, but it's going to be a Let tough battle you. for these guys. Let me ask you, what about Mike White coming out last week gives you any confidence that the Jets will score in the first half? I'm being dead uh, serious. No, the, I don't really have confidence they'll score in the, yeah. the first in the first half, second quarter, maybe. First quarter, absolutely not. We're still going like to go even the even in the, the even the Corey like we you, I know you were going absolutely nuts uh when you know we got that touchdown last week with Mike White. Mm-hmm. This is the worst throw I've ever seen. <laughs> like, like, that, like that was a throw was terrible. It was Zach a duck. through that ball, and, and it was a duck. And we got to touch that. We would cry. It was a duck. Regardless, he threw it up, and the only place that Corey Davis can get it, you could, you could, we can carve this any way possible. It was a duck. He threw it where threw it. nobody can get it, but and, except Corey, Corey Davis. Davis just so <laughs> happened to get it, and that's why I was hyped. And that's why I was hyped because Corey Davis was able to grab that thing because that thing looked like it was about to sail out of bounds. And Corey Davis was like, "I got this, son." <laughs> of all the catches too that this man has to make, he can't make the easy ones like in his chest, but he has to go make. He has to go climb the ladder. <laughs> Tough man, tough. I mean, I would, uh, uh, the the only chance we have this game is to make it downright dirty, sloppy, make make them play the Jets type of game where they're like running the ball. We stop the run with CJ Mosley. We we force some deep throws, kind of just like keeping everything underneath. Our cornerbacks have been playing well. They have, but so, this is good. like I said, this is going to be the test, though. You got Jamar Chase, test. you got Tower Boyd, you got T. He's the best wide receivers we've, we, I think we've faced so far this year because we've that been doing really well with health. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because of injury. Exactly. You, they didn't have to face Jerry Judy and Cortland Sun. They just had to face Cortland Sun. You know, they didn't have to face AJ Brown <laughs> and, Horrible, and Julio yeah. Jones. <laughs> blessed. I know. They got blessed that game. Now yeah. they're getting, now they're getting tested. Now they got to get yep. tested. So we're we're gonna see what our corners are actually made of. If they, man, if they can if they, if they can hold them to under a hundred receiving yards, not in total, but like if they can hold Jamar Chase under a hundred receiving yards, good job by you. Not ninety nine. Jets cover this game. If the Jets cover this game, don't even talk to me. I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be insufferable if the Jets cover this game. I'm like, <laughs> what up? Jets cover, like Mike White's the next Tom Brady. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, like if, if if just we cover this game, like don't even don't even come near me. I'm gonna be so hyped. Oh man, just keep it single digits. Hopefully, hopefully. But like I said, it's all on the offense, man. Like every single week, it comes down: Will the offense help? Will the offense help? That's the big question. It's not the deep. We don't have to worry about the de- like last week defense. We we didn't have anybody. When we're when the defense is even remotely healthy, even without Carl Lawson, we're nowhere in the game, right? We know it. It's the offense that has not given the defense a break to get off the field. I know, man. At all. How, how do you how do you fight is down seventeen zero to be the staple for the Jets this year? If if the if if we're down 17-0 with Mike White, God help us, man. If we're down 17-0, everyone leave. John and I will be watching, but leave. Just turn off the TV. Don't even sit. Don't do it. As Connor, as Connor, as Connor Hughes tweeted last week, Jets fans, change the channel. Like, absolutely. Like, if it is 17-0 by the first quarter, 
with Mike White. It's been 17-0 every single game, man. Oh, I can't. I, it literally yeah, feels like watching, every single game has been 17-0. But we're watching for Zach Wilson. We know what we're doing. We're watching for Zach Wilson. We're watching for Zach Wilson to make improvement. I'm not sitting here, you know, to look for Mike White and be like, all right, is Mike White going to do it this week? All right, baby, let's go. Mike White, let's go. Like, no, no, I'm, that's not happening. Like, please stop. Like, we're, we're not doing this. We're not doing You know doing what's so this. funny? Once upon a time, I was excited about the Kellen Clemens start versus <laughs> Dallas. And oh, I was like, watched- yo... We're gonna we're like we're, like let's finally get to see what Clemens has. I'm so sick of Sanchez. Let's finally see what he has. Maybe he like maybe he could sling it. That's what I feel about Mike White right now. Like, and, and I'm not even excited. Like that's that's what I feel like we're going into. I I have a feel. You know, do you remember that game? Do you remember that Dallas game? Mm-hmm. Like we could not move the stinking ball, and I have a feeling, man, that's just exactly how Sunday's gonna be. So. We'll see. I really have just, no, 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 no further analysis. I'm just, I'm bracing well, myself. If, I'm bracing if, myself for, for, for the end. I'm going to be pleasantly surprised again if we cover, just cover the game. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm going to be can't so wait happy. To, can't wait to listen to winning picks weekly on this. One. This is going to be fun. Uh, oh. but no, and just to, just to wrap it up with like offense, defense, right? Jets offensive, uh, time of possession. Jets' time of possession this season is 27 minutes and 39 seconds. That's the average. All in the second half. <laughs> yeah, all in the second half. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're allowing opponents 33 minutes and 57 seconds. All in the first bad. half. Yeah. In the first half. I know. <laughs> it's bad, dude. It's bad out here. So this is where I'm saying, like, defense shows up to play, but offense has to keep their – Keep opponents' defenses on the field. Keep that offense off the field. So they haven't been doing it. Have not been doing it at all. But that's where it is, man. That's where here we are. So, and I just want to say one more thing. Like thinking about like backup quarterbacks that we've hoped would just come up and just somehow shine. You talk about Clemens. I think about Bryce Petty. I think about uh, (laughs) who, 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 uh, Greg McElroy. Man. Oh, shout out to the SEC Network. Yeah. You know, guys who you thought were going to do it. Even when we drafted Gino, Cliff I was Cliff like, Kingsbury. How about Cliff Kingsbury? Shout out. Absolutely not. Stop. Stop it right there. Kyle Bollinger. Uh, Killing it Bollinger. Bollinger. You know, that was another one. Or how about uh, when we actually drafted Gino, I was like, I want to see Gino over Mark Sanchez. I was like, I actually wanted to see Gino when we drafted him that, oh, that year. Oh. I, listen, man. Whoever drafted Gino Smith watched one game of college football yes no they watched that one they watched <laughs> game one they were probably i can't handle I, it i have a cousin that was there when gino <laughs> was playing there and he was hyping up gino i'm like is he really though and first game first game first game my cousin texted me is like see what i'm talking about had it been that game because gino was like i think he threw like five six touchdowns that first game opener it was, he was on fire on absolute fire and then next thing you know like that was it. Everyone was questioning. Everyone was questioning, like after like four games, like is Geno Smith actually that good? And it's like, if you have to question it, when he was like his senior year, it's like maybe we should even draft this guy. But thank you, John Idzik, for giving us the pleasure of having Geno Smith. But hey, Geno, help us out, man. Give us that good draft position. We need everyone to get us a good draft position. And our Sammy. video producer, Greg's boy, Sam Darnold. Yep. Greg, where you at? Number thir- number 33, best in the nation. 
All these, all he's these had, guys. He's we had a tough couple weeks. weeks. What do you want? He's had a tough couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Donald's. Give me ours, the only thing that helps me sleep at night. Geno Smith, though, this is the insight you're gonna get on winning picks weekly. Geno Smith seven and zero his last seven games against the spread. Cover machine, bro, because Cover nobody machine. wants to take him. <laughs> nobody <laughs> wants to go. Ah, uh, this is great. Yeah, man, that's that that. I mean, that's why we pick weekly. That's why the Knicks are here. That's why Red Zone is because by week seven, week eight, it's, it's all over for the New York Jets, man. That's a fact. That is a fact. And on that note, we'll end it right there. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, Etc. podcast. Please make sure to give us a five-star review if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts. And if you don't listen to us there, it's okay. Because we're on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it, we are there. On top of that, we're also on YouTube, so please make sure to subscribe, hit the like button, hit that notification bell, because that's all the right things you should do when you go to YouTube. Also, while you're on that YouTube channel, you can check out Winning Picks Weekly. They are also part of the Minute Media uh, family network, just like this podcast. Shout out to John and Greg for doing a phenomenal job over there. So make sure to go you know, subscribe to their podcast on whatever audio platform you listen to as well, in case you can't catch it on the YouTube you still need to get your your picks in before the weekend comes. I should have listened to them uh, last week. I, unfortunately, was on my honeymoon. I should have known better not to take the Kansas City Chiefs. But when you're out there basking in love, you don't have enough time to go make your right pick. So you just go off of, like, stupid knowledge because Pat Mahomes is supposed to be Pat Mahomes. But apparently not that week. So please make sure to go check out Winning Picks Weekly. Apparently all year, my friend. <laughs> and that's why you gotta go check out Winning Picks Weekly. And last but certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you name it, we are there as well. Thank you everyone for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Next Jets Etc. podcast. We'll catch you later next week for our rapid reaction after the oh. Jets. I don't know, do I don't even know what they're gonna do this week with the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> God help us. Let's go, Jets. <laughs> <laughs>